welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful to have you here with me. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We are in this together. Yes, we are. Which is why there is also a community space that I would love for you to come on by and hang out in. You can learn more about it in the show notes below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to today's episode. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? Happy New Year. Welcome into 2023. Here we stand in a brand new year. And it feels like I blinked my eyes and 2022 passed. And now we have a fresh new start. Oh, it's incredible, right? But at the same time, it is also incredibly overwhelming. Now, I don't know how you're feeling about turning the page into a new year. But I feel like whenever that happens, there's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure around setting your intentions, choosing a word, knowing what you want this next year to look like and feel like for you. And I love all of that stuff. Love it. It's really great to look back on the previous year, to see what happened, to see what might have went really, really well or where it eh, wasn't so great. I'm sure there are a zillion lessons learned from this previous year. And it's great, really great to go back and do all of that. And it's wonderful to be able to step into a new year with a clear, wide open heart, knowing what you want out of this next year. But that doesn't happen for everyone, right? It doesn't. Sometimes it's a slog and it's a struggle. And where we are on December 31st, it doesn't mean that there's just this magical thing that occurs once the clock strikes midnight and all of that baggage that we are carrying is now automatically dropped. No, my goodness, no. We're still carrying it with us. We're still trying to figure out where are we going next? What are we doing? So I just want to start off by saying, if you're not super excited about this brand new year, if you don't have your intentions and your goals and all that stuff kind of carved out, don't worry. Don't stress. You don't need to have it all figured out right now. The amazing part about life is that every single day you have the chance to begin again. You don't have to wait for a particular moment in time or something big to happen. You can choose to begin again wherever you are, whenever you are. And you can also choose to change your mind and say, you know what? I'm not really ready to begin again just yet. I'm going to go back. <laughs> that is perfectly fine as well. There's a lot of excitement around the new year. But I got to tell you, for me personally, September, coming out of summer, this vibe and energy in the air of kids going back to school. All of that feels more like a new beginning to me than January 1st. 
I love that kind of time of year for reevaluating, for looking back on kind of, well, what's been going on? What's been happening? What do I possibly want to shift and adjust and change? So maybe it happens for you at a different time of the year. Maybe it is not January 1st. Don't stress. Don't worry. Don't put all this crazy pressure on yourself. Give yourself grace. Allow the new year to show you what it needs to show you. To tell you what it needs to tell you. Without these expectations of what you think it should or absolutely be. One thing that I love doing at the end of any year, and I talked about it on the last episode, was choosing a song that kind of sums up what the previous year was like. Music to me is the way to my heart. (laughs) It brings me back. I can hear a song and instantly be taken back into a memory. When we were younger, gosh, I had to be very young at this time. We went on vacation with family friends and we would go with them down the shore. That's what we say here in New Jersey. When you're going to the beach, you go down the shore. And we would go down the shore with them every year. And they had three kids. One was, um, one of my, two of them were both of my brother's ages. And then one was a little bit younger. And it was just so much fun. We had such a blast every single year. The parents would hang out together outside at night. And one night they were singing the song. And you just heard it. You know, even though we were all kind of tucked in bed and I remember me and Christy, we poked our head out the window to kind of see what was going on. And any time I hear that song now, I am instantly transported back to Normandy Beach, back when I was a kid, watching them kind of pretend to play the piano on the table and just singing with so much joy. And so music really, for me, is that gift. And so I was really trying to think like, what is the song for me this year that really would sum up what happened? What was, gosh, and that's a big, that's a tall order, right? (laughs) Because a lot happens in one year. You go through all sorts of emotions. It's not just the high of everything, but there's also the lows. There's also Gosh, every single thing that happens in between. But for me, I really focused on the joy, the wonder, the amazement and transformation that this year has been for me. And the song that I found that I think really speaks to what last year was for me is Blessed by Martina McBride. And if you don't know it, I'm going to link it out below, but it talks about Hearing the pitter-patter of your children's footsteps. And yes, I cannot hear that yet (laughs) with Emma. She's so small. But, you know, sitting on your front porch, just enjoying life, soaking up the day, being present in the moment, and knowing that you're blessed. You are absolutely blessed, and you're finding your way. 
And that's really how I felt about last year. Absolutely blessed. Absolutely finding my way, but also savoring so many of the moments. So many of the moments before Emma arrived, sitting out on the porch with Justin, and then taking in all the snuggles and cuddles when she was here. Definitely a huge amount of gratitude for what that year held for me. And as I stand here in 2023, I wonder, oh, what do I want it to look like? What do I want it to feel like? And I know I want to continue being present, not trying to rush time. And I think because so many people had told me, and I see it, you know, with my nieces and nephews, that the time really does go by in the blink of an eye. And we grow so quickly. I mean, I can't believe that I am the age that I am. I can't believe how much time has passed. I see my nieces and nephews and see how much they have grown. And so everyone would say with Emma, it's going to go so fast. It's going to go so fast. And so I really tried to be intentional and to slow down and be in the moment. Yeah, there's dishes in the sink that need to be done. But you know what? I want to snuggle with her instead. And so that's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what I did. And is what I'm still doing is just taking in those moments, laying on the floor and playing with her, hearing her giggle. Yeah, there's this long to-do list of a million things I need to be doing. But right now in this moment, that's not my priority. I can get to those things. Eventually, all those things on the list will get checked off. It doesn't mean it needs to happen right now. And so I want to continue that, really staying in that present moment, knowing that time is fleeting. We don't have all the time in the world, and we don't know when that time is going to end. So being present with it is important. But I also want to really sink into who I am and what am I supposed to be doing in this world? I feel like I've been on this journey forever of unearthing who I am. I remember, gosh, I was young, standing in my driveway of my parents' home. And I don't really know exactly what I was doing, but I remember this thought. And the thought was that I wasn't cut out for this ordinary, follow the rules kind of life. And I'm going to go off the path. And I remember when I was thinking it and saying it to myself that I really had no idea what it meant. But it was important enough that it was a thought that came to my mind and it was something that I have held on to. And I'm still not exactly sure what it means. But I knew then and there that I wanted to make an impact. I didn't want to just go through life blindly, going through the motions, but not leaving my mark, not showing up in a way that's impactful to others. 
and gosh, I probably had to be, I might have been in high school, or middle school. I don't fully remember. I just remember being outside. I remember being on my driveway. And I remember thinking that I really wanted to do something special in this world and that it wasn't going to be a in-the-box kind of thing. And here I am a zillion years later. And from that moment in time, even to now, there has been so much growth in my life. And I'm still trying to figure out what is that thing? Where is it that I can make the biggest impact? What can I do to shine my light so that it encourage others to step up to the plate and shine there? Because all of it is needed in this world. And that's one thing I really want to focus on this year. I gained a new title of mom. How does that now shift and shape who I am? How does it enhance everything that I've built so far? And take it to this other level. Because now I'm seeing things through a whole different viewpoint. I know a lot of people talk about losing themselves when they become a mom. And I can absolutely see how that can happen because you're swept up into caring for this tiny little human being that needs you to do every single little thing for them. But I've been very intentional about really trying to stay grounded in who I am. And yes, absolutely, there are days I lose myself, for sure. But I feel like becoming a mom has given me almost this new kind of outlook on life. Where there is so much more to live for. It's not just about those mundane things that I was doing. There's this whole other world out there. And how do I want to show up in it? What do I want to be doing? How can I contribute to this crazy, wild, incredible world? I don't know. (laughs) You know, I don't really have the answers right now. And I feel like it's going to be something as I navigate through life, that it's going to continually be a question and what it would look like and feel like and be like in one part of my life, it will look different in another. But at the core is still that feeling of wanting to contribute, of wanting to help, of wanting to be a source of compassion and kindness and light for others. And So I'm kind of looking for a word (laughs) that sums all of that up because I love choosing a word each year. I have done it many, many years in a row. And I don't know if this is a practice that you have done in the past or if it's even something that you're familiar with. But there is this thought, this idea out there of choosing one single word that you can tuck into your pocket for the entire year. Something that you want to concentrate on, that you want to really be your focus. And what is kind of incredible, and it has happened over and over again with the words that I have chosen, 
is I choose them with one intention in mind. And then the year happens. And the word really shows me what it needed to. And it's usually not at all that intention that I had put in the beginning. Which I love because really what you're doing is you're trusting. You know, I'm going to carry this little word in my pocket and I'm going to see what it needs to teach me. Back in, gosh, I don't know what year this was, but I had chosen the word love and I was not looking for romantic relationship. When I chose that word, it was really, truly about choosing myself and saying that I really can't find someone to be deeply in love with and who is going to deeply love me until I do that with myself. And I've done all this hard work and all this stuff, but I knew I still had ways to go. And what I love that I did that year was I had a little canvas. And on the canvas, I took a pencil and I wrote exactly all of my intentions about showing up for myself, looking at myself with love and compassion, doing things that call to me, even if I'm unsure why they are. But really this year, that year, fully, deeply concentrating on loving myself so deeply that there was no denying it. And then I did like a light color of yellow painted over that. And then I painted the word love on top. And I hung it on my wall and there it stayed for the entire year. And again, it was not at all about romantic love. It was really about personal me really being grounded in who I am. But what happened that year? Not only did I get grounded in who I was and fell madly and deeply in love with myself, but that was also the year that I met Dustin. And we fell in love. And it's funny because it was not what I was looking for. You know, yeah, did I want to be in a relationship? Absolutely. Would it be great? But I also knew that I had to have a solid foundation with myself first in order for me to have a relationship that could be something that's meaningful and beautiful and could last. And you know, the universe opened up both of those things for me. And that's why I love choosing a word of the year because you don't know where it's going to take you. It kind of takes you on the journey you need to go. (laughs) which is pretty incredible. And so I don't fully have that one word, but I want it to be, and it's not even authenticity, but it's really about standing in my light, but being open to opportunity and going after things, you know, not being afraid to take chances, but almost kind of putting my money where my mouth is. You know, they say so many times that you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in yourself. You have to do what it is that you need to do for you. And sometimes that might require, you know, a financial commitment. And that can be really hard to do when it comes to ourselves. Because 
you know, I'll spend my money on a coffee. I'll spend my money on a shirt that I like. But if it means, you know, show up at this day retreat, carve out that time for you. Or invest money in learning certain skills that can help you take you where you want to go. I kind of second guess it and talk myself out of it and think that, no, you know, I mean, that's too much money of a commitment. I, I can't do that. I really need to be putting my money somewhere else. But whoa, 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 let's slow down for a second, you know. Stop getting coffee. And look at automatic savings right there. That could go to this, you know. And so maybe there is something this year that I need to invest in that will help me take myself to the next level of where I want to go. Because I don't fully know what that is. I, I got ideas, right? I always have ideas. A retreat is most definitely one of them. Hosting an intimate retreat where we are gathered together. But then also kind of finding this, this partner in crime who sees things sort of the way that I do and is going after the same connection, the same longing to uplift and bring people into a higher confidence level in themselves so that they are happier and going after their dreams and their goals. Someone to kind of come along with me on this journey and we do the work together. And that's always been something I've kind of been tingling and craving and like put the attention out in little ways. But I wasn't even expecting (laughs) to say it here. So I think it is, you know, it's time. It's time to put it out there into the universe and say that I kind of want to find, no, I don't kind of, I want to find that partner in crime when it comes to my creative work and showing up in the world in that way. I think that would be amazing. I'm a big believer and I say it every single week that we don't have to do things alone. And I feel like having that, that person next to me could really help both of us go to the next level of wherever it is we're looking to go. And so that is a part of my intention, this word, this idea of really stepping into this next level of myself. Maybe it's level up. Maybe that is my word. I don't know. Hmm. But that's what I want to do. I want to level up. I want to step into the space and claim it and really be fully present and visible in it. Because, yeah, through, throughout the years, I've definitely have emerged from the background. Do you know when I was much younger, I was really hiding in the background and very comfortable there. And over the years, I've emerged and I have been putting myself out there and have done so many things. But now there's this this other level that I want to get to, that I want to be in. And I don't fully know what that looks like. And that's okay, because that's the thing is we don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to sit down 
on January 1st and have this map or these laid out plans of like, this is how I'm going to do every single thing. Oh my goodness. No, (laughs) no, that is incredibly overwhelming and entirely impossible. Let's not do that. Let's kind of take a huge step back and just really think about how you want to feel. And this year, I know I want to feel present. I want to feel joy. I want to really sink into play and level up. I'm going to keep saying level up. So maybe that's it. Level up into who I am and what I'm meant to be doing in this world. Gosh, and just simply going for it, right? It's amazing, this incredible world that we live in and all the opportunities that are out there. But we have to be willing to be open, to seek them out, to take the risk, take the chance. How are you feeling about stepping into this new year? Do you have an overall intention for how you want to feel, what you want to do? Some things that I do want to do is take Emma to the beach. The beach is a happy, wonderful place for Dustin and I. We both love going there. And I just can't wait to put her toes in the ocean and kind of see her reaction and see what she thinks about sand and all that fun stuff. You know, I think that will be a pretty special experience. And I want to keep bringing her out into the world and doing new things. What's wonderful about having a little one is it pushes Dustin and I to get out and do different things that we might not have done before. And it's funny because we would do, you know, some things that you would be like, oh, wouldn't you wait to have a kid to do that? Like we would go to the zoo (laughs) because why not, you know, just to walk around, look around. But now with her, it's like even more of a reason to go out and do these things to explore, to see what is out there. And so here we are, you know, at a new beginning, but don't feel overwhelmed by it. Ease in, ease into 23 with kindness, with compassion, with grace. Wear your pajamas, you know, slowly sip your coffee. Unless you're that person who's just ready to dive right in and go after it and do all the things. If that's you, do that. But if you're not ready for that, don't put the pressure on. Don't. And I wanted to end this podcast by pulling a card that can kind of be our guide as we step into this new year. I got a brand new deck that I would love to use, and it is called The Angel Oracle, and it's by Kyle Gray. And the cards are absolutely beautiful. And so I invite you to just take a moment and close your eyes and think about this brand new year that is ahead of you. You have a clean slate to begin again. And yeah, there's probably baggage that you're carrying with you from the previous year. It's all right. It can come along. It doesn't mean you have to hold on to it for the entire year. But maybe you need it for a little bit longer. So take it with you. Take a deep breath in and think about how do you want to feel this year? Do you want to feel light, joyful, at peace, 
Or do you want to feel motivated, driven, pushing yourself beyond what you ever thought was possible? Maybe you want to wander and explore, see what the world has to open up for you. Whatever it is, feel that feeling. And be open to whatever message is that you need to hear right now. And so I'm going to pull the card of the message that we need to hear as we begin this journey in 2023. And the card is spiritual growth. Uh, it's interesting too, because the card is actually the cover of the box. And let's see what spiritual growth is all about. It says, this is a powerful time for you. Your growth and understanding are unfolding at incredible rate. And you feel more connected than ever to your soul, gifts, and purpose. Your angels are encouraging you to keep up the good work and continue expanding your knowledge, experience, and spiritual connection. When this card arrives for you, it's a confirmation that the experiences and insights you have recently have been divinely led. You may find yourself connecting to a particular energies at this time or even experiencing angels or guides visiting you. This card is letting you know that their experiences are real and are occurring because of your determination to open up spiritually. The path of light is unfolding for you, and you are being encouraged to hold your head high and focus on spiritual growth. The rest will be taken care of for you. Wow, what an incredible message. To begin this year with, I'm kind of blown away because I was talking about, for me personally, leveling up and stepping into what it, wherever it is I'm meant to step into. And that really is absolutely spiritual growth. And if you think about it, every experience that we go through is this learning experience. And when we become students of life, we are able to really learn so much and to be guided on where we're meant to go. And what happens to us is what is meant to happen. And you think about the resilience you have had to get you to where you are today and all the growth that occurred in order for you to be standing where you are. Stand a little taller. Hold your head up high. Know that you're ready. You're ready to go to whatever this next place is, that now is your time. And keep up that, that energy and allow yourself to really feel that you are deserving of whatever this is, what Ever way you're going to expand and grow. Allow yourself to sink into it and know that you deserve all of that energy that is coming your way. Oh, what an incredible, incredible card for 2023. I am so grateful 
for you being here. We are here for another year together, and I am really looking forward to this journey that we are going to take together. I invite you to come on over to the Soul Circle community to say hello and hang out. It is a beautiful place for us to go deeper and really get to know one another, which I love. It's all about community and connection and coming together. And every single one of us can need a little, could use a little more of that in our lives. So come say hello. And also come on by and share what your word of the year is or what your intention or feeling is for 2023. I would love to hear it. Would love to get to know you more. I wish you a very blessed 2023. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, slow down, ground yourself, be present in the moment and really feel wherever you are without judgment, without any harsh criticism, just be in it. Give yourself breaks. Sending you a giant hug from New Jersey and we will talk soon.